0: What happened was, I'm watching the Vikings game, hyped up as fuck, my whole day surrounded around it, and we've had turnovers that have been debilitating to my to my entire life, and then fucking, we dropped the ball in the first play, and Aiden texts the group chat and goes, dudes, Bumble Arena. Yeah, I did. Luke's like, look, I know that you're trying to be
1: funny, but you're a... But you're just a simple, fucking, small little man that is lucky to call me friend. That's what Luke said. Is this close to hitting the ultimate white person? Like NFL, NFL, NFL.
0: Welcome to NFL Mayo. I'm Luke, and I'm Aiden. Aiden, welcome back uh, to another week of just uh, cheery, cheery NFL news, blue skies. I'm I'm not sad. I know you
1: have no reason to be sad. I know I definitely I'm not don't sad. have any. No negative happenings in the Vikings neck of the woods.
0: No, not at all. Uh, you know, honestly, I think the best thing we could do for the sake of the show, because I think we're at our best. When you're at your happiest, Mm. is I think you could you could tell me about the the six pack of of whoop ass Mm. the Bears opened on the Broncos uh, Mm. nearly a week ago. Mm. Yeah, so last Thursday,
1: last Wednesday night when we did the podcast, much like this Wednesday night, we're doing it again. But last Wednesday, I had predicted the Bears to lose to the Washington Commanders, and for. Matt Eberflus to subsequently be fired Friday morning. I thought that made sense on a short week. When you get a little mini buy afterwards, you have a little bit more time to bring in the new guy. However, we went out there carrying on the offensive success that we had found against the Broncos the week or the game prior on that Sunday. And Justin Fields went out there, put on another four touchdown performance. We scored 40 points. We had a dilemma with a field goal. Go for it situation. Eberflus took the three. I was I was for it, you were against it. Justin was feeding the ball to DJ Moore and what was a breakout game for DJ Moore as a Chicago Bear. He had eight catches for 230 yards and three touchdowns counting people three touchdowns in route to the NFC offensive player of the week which was announced just today. The first Chicago Bears wide receiver who won offensive player of the week since 1999. So As bad of a three weeks as we had as a franchise that we chronicled extensively on the podcast and I thought I was in the pits of despair, I'm not quite as low. I still think this team has a lot of issues, but undoubtedly Justin did just put out an eight touchdown, one interception back-to-back week performance combined. Our defense is still so bad at letting teams convert and keep drives going letting teams stay in the game in the second half. We let the commanders come back, but luckily we didn't take off on the accelerator on offense and Justin stayed aggressive and he didn't make perfect throws all the time. He was, he's still missing a little bit, but if you look at all the metrics that football analysts are putting out in the aftermath of these last two games, Justin has been elite when throwing deep. This season, He's always been a good deep thrower, and we didn't throw it deep like at all in the first three weeks. We were peppering screens, we were doing all this shit, and now when you're letting Justin take deep shots to his fucking key premier acquisition in the offseason and DJ Moore, DJ's showing that he can be an elite option for him and potentially be in the argument to be an A.J. Brown, Stephon Diggs compliment to an ascending young quarterback. Justin's got a lot to do the rest of the season to prove that he can be the guy going forward especially with the Panthers pick looking to be the number one selection right now and the Bears pick is still in going to be in the top five unless we keep winning so if Justin keeps playing like he's playing even if our defense sucks I think that's best case scenario I don't want to get Caleb Williams I want Justin to be good I want Justin to be as good as I think he can be. I mean, that'd be ideal, right? I'm wearing a Braxton Miller spin move homage shirt. Okay. How my Omage. last album was the was Chronic. Homage. No, I, I, guess I, I always think both, of the right? I always think of the Dre song. But both is right, I think. Homage is what it actually is.
0: Um, Professor so, Cligorus, Cligoris, Either pronunciation is fine.
1: As soon as we won this game, a lot of the negative chatter in Chicago land and in the national media kind of ceased with the bears and they're just highlighting justin's success i mean it was DJ an Moore's ass success. kicking
0: i mean like we you did, come we, out and
1: we beat their ass in prime time in an away game and now ron rivera is on the hot seat is what a, a team lot of that has people looked saying. good
0: like and the did, commanders have looked not just that and sam howell looked good
1: what is the reason why justin fields was able to hit these passes he didn't take a three-step drop lightning quick and get the ball out he dropped back slow and then he hit his guy The only difference was we kept a clean pocket for him. I think Tevin Jenkins coming back on that offensive line from IR was such an undersung hero move. Like he makes that offensive line go because he's truly an elite presence. He's physical. He can open up the run lanes and he's like a young tackles best friend, even though um, Braxton (laughs) Jones is out. Larry Borum is in and this was against an elite defensive line. Larry Borum took Larry his lumps and Chase Young got like, I want to say 10 pressures. That's future Chicago Bear Chase Young, as far as I'm concerned. So mm-hmm. all in a nutshell, Justin has in the offense have found success in back-to-back weeks, and it doesn't look like we're going to be playing a team this week that is set up to stop passing attacks. So I think that there's a real chance that our offense continues to ascend, especially with our offensive line gelling right now. I'll also admit we were down to our fullback playing running back. It was kind of wild. I got to give a shout out to Kari Blazingame for playing running back and literally being told like where to run on some of the plays because he's used to blocking. So
0: Cool-ass last name.
1: Yeah, uh, he was a running back at Vanderbilt. Also, don't look now, but Cole Komet, three touchdowns through the last two games, and he's oh, right I up loved. there with the top six tight ends in the league. And we'll get to no, your tight end.
0: You ruined my wife's weekend. What? Because you were playing her in fantasy football. Oh. And she just like fucking she has cold That's what so made me think of it. She was like every day she was just checking the stats. I'm like, hey man, it can't it can't be helped. Aiden's uh Aiden's a giant killer.
1: Damn, I do yeah. Sorry about that.
0: You're like, Well, oh, I wish I even paid attention. Yeah, this is. This uh, <laughs> oh, that darn paperwork. Wouldn't it be uh, easier if it all just blew well. away? But you know that's the thing. It's um that's that's the that's the family fantasy league for you some weeks you just black out you black wow. out
1: i'll say this i'm very excited that the bears gotta win it's crazy the almost high that a bears fan can get after winning for the first time in nearly one whole calendar year so going forward i hope to keep in games competitively at the least and maybe even win some Going to the the Sunday morning game in London, the Jaguars back to back weeks in London, and I think this actually helped them against the Bills because they probably had way less of a jet lag disadvantage because the Jets or sorry, the Jaguars rather come out on top twenty five to twenty over the Bills that everyone is like are hyping up to be the best team in the NFL other than San Francisco, and Etn had a great game, Ridley had a great game a lot of injuries for the bills and you've got to think some of these injuries are going to affect them going forward matt milano looked like a pro bowler this year and he's done like he's out for the rest of the year they had a couple other guys go out um not the best game stefan diggs smashed his tablet on the sideline on the bench while josh allen just looked at him with glassy eyes it's not good when they lose it's like catastrophic to them i
0: mean high highs low lows um it's okay i i still think that they're gonna win like 10 or 11 games at oh, least Oh, so assuredly that's kind of the thing it's like um i don't i don't worry about alan if you have him in fantasy you know he's gonna put up a lot of points if you have him in your locker room you know he's gonna put up a lot of points it comes with uh some mistakes um but they've definitely got lightning in a bottle i think they're gonna i think they have a couple years left of doing this honestly <laughs> Um, I just
1: worry about that Stefan Diggs drama because it seems to be very up and down. And When they're producing, it's awesome, and when there's any kind of adversity, it crumbles so quick. It's crazy. Well, if they end up
0: having to choose, they'll choose Josh and trade Stephon, Duh. and that's that. Um, anybody would be lucky to have Diggs. Anybody. Um, he cares a lot. It's just obvious. Speaking um, of wide
1: receivers with diva tendencies, we didn't even hint on the fact that the Bears – finally got rid of Chase Claypool oh, yeah. to the Miami Dolphins like in what turned out to be shit. a 6th and 7th pick swap. And now oh, they're talking God. about his non-blocking ass playing tight
0: end. You kind of got fleeced, man. I don't like, think so. N- looking back at that, no, 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 not oh, you, now, but on the, the original second, trade. Oh, oh the original yeah, trade, time. like Yeah, you kind of ate shit there. Yeah, I, I, that was the I thir- rooted for it. That was Joey Even- Porter
1: Jr., the 32nd pick in the draft. Yeah, that's not good. (laughs) I'll say this. My Um, only defense of it is that it was confirmed that Green Bay offered a second round pick for him as well. And to beat their second round pick, we had to offer our second instead of Baltimore's second from the Roquan Smith trade. And at the time, I believe we were close to 500 or we had like two, three wins or something. So it was we foreseeably we thought maybe adding the talent would push us over. It, It did not. So, we end up with the first pick and it looks even worse. At the time, either way,
0: it was a whiff, because he At did nothing. At the time, it was a stretch, but it was yes. like, it was an investment in Justin and an investment in your season, which I respected. Yes, um, but goddamn, he do, was a failure. It as looks failure. bad now. And guess yeah, what? Failure. It
1: was not our fault, it was his fault, in my opinion. It was an effort um, issue.
0: Out of two locker rooms in less than a year, right? So, if there's anywhere somebody can go and and blend in and be happy i guess it's miami like it's it's very very nice water down there in miami Dude, tyreek hill's gonna be talking swimmable. shit
1: about him on his podcast within two weeks
0: tyreek won't talk shit dude tyreek was calling Tua the best before we even knew Tua was the best like tyreek's gonna yeah, be best friends right. with this kid now Ch- chase is gonna be the happiest he's ever been he's gonna be able to like claim he's part of this receiver core which immediately immediately has to feel nice um, Mike There's, McDaniel himself was like, he, he likes his speed, as uh, was what, what he, he said. He did
1: say that. You guys want to hear me say it? He's really fast. Yeah. I but, like
0: know, I'd height. like,
1: I'd like to say I wish him the best. I'll just leave it at that. I'd like to say
0: that. I understand that. I think it's all weird. I think it's a bad look, but... He didn't um, get
1: hurt. He's just an absolutely terrible teammate and a bad football player. So why would I like? I don't hate Chase Claypool as a human being. I, I really don't like him as a football player. But, but sorry. if you have a
0: personality, if you have a personality, you have a better chance of being yourself in an organization like Miami, as opposed to Mike Tomlin Steelers, and as opposed to the Bears. It's but you
1: have to have success. If you don't, then you're yes. just
0: an attitude. Well, but, right, but and I he, agree. He
1: hasn't shown success in three years. He can't do it. Right, like, he's he's not good enough. Like he doesn't block and he doesn't that, catch.
0: But star players for those two organizations are like relatively swagless, and that's kind of the norm. Whereas opposed to the Dolphins, I mean, you've got a dude who's taken ten thousand and now fifty, hundred thousand dollar fines just because he doesn't want to wear socks, and everybody's like, "Word!" Like that's yeah. personalities, you yeah, know. I think yeah. that Claypool we'll will, will fit right in.
1: We'll see how it turns out. I don't think it'll work out. I can see why you think that, though. I just, you know, my take. I've said it for weeks.
0: Let's. I know. Let's push forward. I'm a real best case scenario with Chase. I like him. I mean, dude, I defend Buckeyes
1: sometimes. You know, I get it. It's my. It's your college guy. So the Falcons eke out a victory against the Texans, 21 to 19, and what turned out to be a competitive match. I watched CJ Stroud throw. Um, a very clutch touchdown at the end of the game that took the lead, but then the Falcons were obviously able to come back and get a game winning field goal by Koo. Um, I'll say that top down angle camera for Bijan that they're featuring so yeah, heavily is really enjoying so that choice. In Atlanta. There was an That's underhand good. throw from Ritter where Bijan caught it like he was doing a cross behind crossover behind the back Hezzy and then brought it back to the front on a touchdown. Ritter had a good game. He didn't have a scary wide receiver get in his face. Um, I think this was a good game for both teams quarterbacks however and it was just kind of a, a you know not like a heartbreaker but kind of a crappy loss to take for the Texans with uh, CJ still performing quite admirably.
0: He's so good. He hasn't thrown an interception yet. He's broke like, the rookie record insane. for consecutive passes without like, My one. word. I got to um, give him his yeah, credit. I'm so impressed with, with CJ Stroud. You don't, I mean, like, that's a dog shit organization, like, from an outsider perspective, right? And so yeah. to walk in there and take out, like, you know, like, you have to be the personality. Like, you have to, I, I keep saying that word today. You have to be the voice in the room that's, like, in charge. And as a rookie, oh, my God, that it seems so daunting, uh, especially when there has been so much turnover over there. So good for him. I'm so impressed. You never see rookies coming in and ball. It's what you do, but it's rare.
1: Great segue. That leads me straight to our next game. The Panthers losing to the Lions. Lions winning 42-24. to And quickly giving the roses to Goff, who had three touchdown passes. The Lions look like world beaters at the top of the NFC North. And their team looks incredible. But more importantly, I want to focus on the drama surrounding the Panthers and Bryce Young because they're getting a lot of heat as the only team yet to win a game without their first-round pick that the Bears have. So obviously, I'm monitoring every game they play, hoping they lose. And I like Bryce, but clips are resurfacing about Frank Reich in the interview or um, in the press room talking about how Tepper is potentially like more of a hands-on owner and kind of implying that he wanted Bryce young. And maybe that wasn't the case. And that wasn't a consensus view. A lot of people think that Frank Reich and Josh McCown, their quarterbacks coach wanted to get CJ Stroud. And that's a convenient thing to say now with CJ playing well. I think we have to admit, Bryce Young is not a failed player at five like weeks into the season with Certainly a shitty not. offensive Certainly line not. who's not adjusting to their scheme change, a very, very old Dillon who can't carry an entire offense by himself, and a bunch
0: of other receivers that are doing nothing. I'm sorry, but Dillon's numbers are great.
1: Yeah, but he can't do it by himself. Just, Look at how bad they he are. He
0: can't, but it's impressive. Like, I, yeah, I, I, like, I don't like, mean that to sell word. him
1: short. I in fact I'm I said him first because he's their best weapon
0: like on offense. I office. think what is it? We're, we're through five. We're through five games. Yes, Thielen has like almost 400 yards and three touchdowns. Yeah, isn't but that nuts? He's like the I'm only just saying, guy. Isn't that nuts, it though? is.
1: It is. But like you have. It makes to have me so more. sad.
0: It makes me so sad as such a Thielen fan. Like, but I thrilled that. for him. Thrilled for him.
1: And then, so you have Miles Sanders, the acquisition from the Eagles, who's not playing well. Their defense looks upset. Like, I'm hearing a lot of Brian Burns chatter. There were rumors that they're out seeking a number one wide receiver via trade. That's going to be hard to do without your first round pick. I don't know. Like, maybe you can get a T. Higgins. Maybe you could get a Jerry Judy. I've heard Darnell Mooney's name floated. I get it, I guess, but I don't want to see it. I really like Mooney, and now that we got rid of Chase, you still need another guy other than DJ Moore. But you give me your take on this, and if you want to talk Lions, we we know what the Lions are, dude. They're fucking scary right now, but the Panthers look bad. They look like a team that is just down in the dumps right now.
0: I told you after we played him last week that comparing Bryce's, not even performance, but like demeanor. I guess it goes hand-in-hand compared to Stroud.
1: Yeah, look at what Justin looked like Like, after this win compared to what he always looks like. He was finally smiling.
0: I mean, I guess that's a good point. I guess that that will do it. And Bryce Young has never lost before. He played Obama, Bama, won the Heisman correct. So, like, this is a winner through and through. Heisman has He is the shortest shortest quarterback in the NFL. Yep. Um, That's just a fact. He's listed at 5'10", maybe shorter than that. Um, and not just not... that;
1: he's slender. Like Kyler mm-hmm. is thick.
0: It's hard when all we can turn to is like Kyler Murray today and Breeze, and then like Flutie. Like it, Russ, you, Russ, Russ is uh, sure Russ was, was absolutely top tier, but it's there's not many. They are exceptions to a uh, an unwritten rule uh, when it comes to qb specimen i suppose so i don't know i mean i'm not i'm not ready to count them out after five weeks either that's ridiculous i just think type. that the learning cur- no the learning curve of coming into the nfl on an on a bad team uh with your size uh coming out of saban's offense where they run the ball right like ohio state throws the football ohio state runs a pro style offense correct if I'm not um, mistaken,
1: the year he won the Heisman, Jamison Williams caught like a billion deep balls from him.
0: Okay, I'm, then I'm out of touch, but I feel like it's. But not, no, I'm just uh, I'm just saying like
1: he had guys around him certainly, and he had an offensive line that was dominating a lower level of competition. You know what I mean?
0: So I think I, the learning curve might be a little a little tougher to transition. I'm I not think ready. they're doing him no favors yeah. schematically, in my opinion.
1: But I don't know who to blame because it's a Super Bowl winning head coach. Who made Carson Wentz look good? What? Frank Reich.
0: Who do you win the Super Bowl for?
1: The Eagles.
0: Isn't that Doug Peterson?
1: Yeah, he was the offensive coordinator. Okay, David dude, Carson oh my Wentz. god.
0: I was so fucking confused. Am I, I was wrong like, on what? that? I don't think you are wrong, but I just Doug like, Peterson I wasn't thinking I was I wasn't for, thinking it was now seat. with the Jaguars for right offense coordinator. I was like are okay. you okay. I was like space that out so no, bad. But no like
1: he he was calling plays making Carson look like an MVP. MVP so it's like calend- uh, MVP who do calendar of Who do I want to ascribe blame to? The head coach who's know. proven to do it or the the quarterback who we've mm-hmm. seen have collegiate success but has looked just lost out there or like there's a lot of smart throwaways in my opinion, but like they're, they're really not pushing the ball down the field and the whole team looks dejected, but we'll keep going. We'll push through. So the next one we have is the Colts who won a very close one in a divisional uh, rivalry game against the Titans. The sad news in this game is another injury for Richardson. Anthony Richardson is now on AR or IR rather. (laughs) AR on IR anthony richardson uh four weeks with an ac joint i think a grade three sprain and that's yeah. in his throwing shoulder where he landed yeah. so gardner Minshew, gardner guard fuck my life gar gardner minshu came in and didn't just manage the game like he won the game he made some yeah. great throws he took hits he's a good player i like him i think he's a very serviceable backup
0: he's good in I, a pinch
1: I'm not optimistic for them going forward with 4 weeks without this rookie phenom who's looked great. I will say having Jonathan Taylor get broke off a funky contract that's actually good for the running backs at large. Yeah. That was cool to see. Never would have expected that to happen with how the relationships had
0: developed to that point.
1: Now money neither. talks, that is nice like, to
0: see. Oh, my God. My foot's doing that thing, like, after it's asleep and it's waking up and it's, like, the worst pain you'll Needles, ever feel. Needles, and it's, oh, like, it's, it's super just, intense. If you move, it's just everything's horrible. Um, Yeah, I'm, but I'm with you on that. I wouldn't expect that for Taylor. I, Anthony Richardson, dude, stacking of injuries. I really hate to see it, like, yeah, or five already. weeks in. I mean, uh, and it sucks because he also looks confident and phenomenal and in control of the team when he's healthy. Yeah. uh, It, it is spotty and going on ir he's one of many soldiers to to yeah, we'll to get, get to carted those. off to ir uh huh. um, we'll get the horrible to ir monster i mean four weeks at least once you go on there it's just crazy at least you can come
1: back off of it because i'm pretty sure that four week thing is like a more recent development within the last couple of years if i'm well, not that's mistaken. lovely that's I, lovely th- i and, think it used to be if you were on ir you were out the whole year
0: damn
1: so I think it gives a little bit more flexibility. If if I'm right on that, it gives a little more flexibility for if you have like a medium term injury, you can elevate somebody else.
0: I mean, anytime I doubt somebody, I end up eating shit. But you don't, you don't seriously think that they're going to continue to string wins together with Minshew instead of Richardson, right? I think it's going to be infinite. I just feel like I, 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 yeah, I just feel like. But they've been a stingy team this year. I guess I I, I guess I mean the metaphorical you, not the Aiden you um the audience you i just feel as though menchu is a lot easier to scheme for than anthony fucking richardson the guy's so explosive
1: absolutely richardson uh provides like a unique threat in the running game which they haven't even fully utilized if i'm not mistaken but pushing forward the dolphins have a pretty resounding victory against the giants 31 to 16 Devon Achan goes out with an injury after playing phenomenally, and now he's on IR. He's one of the yep. many. Tyreek Hill, again, playing well. If I'm not mistaken, he tried to hand the ball to his mom, and then some guy just, like, yanked it and then eventually yeah. gave it to her. But if he I'm not sure mistaken, did. he got, like, a penalty for it for really? doing that. Yeah, I think Tyreek might have got, like, a celebration penalty for that.
0: That's bizarre. I, I watched but- it live. That was weird.
1: The Giants look lost. The guy um, was weird, not giving your
0: mom the ball. That makes sense to me. I would do da- that.
1: Daniel Jones is now out with an injury to his neck. Nice. He was getting bludgeoned yet again. It's not looking good for them, man. I think they might have just been lucky to get to the playoffs last year. Lucky lucky to have the Vikings as their team they played. Obviously. Uh, so it's just, I, I did not expect the Giants to look this bad. They look like legitimately a bottom three team right now with, like, they the Broncos really and the Panthers. And then the Bears are, like, right above that.
0: They look really bad. Jones' neck injury is different than the other neck injury he had that kept him out. But uh, I don't like it. Right after he got paid, too, it's such a such an unfortunate thing. Uh, either way, he's been playing bad football. The Giants have been playing atrocious football uh, all around. Saquon's saquon is tweaked. the engine that makes that offense and, and, and go. he's tweaked and i if i were him i would just i would just i'd put my i'd hang up my helmet and cleats if i was saquon fuck me yeah, why dude. not why not out there playing for your life man i hate it um i don't know anytime the giants are on this year it's a nightmare it's, it's like i wish i was doing it's bad i wish i was watch. doing anything else than watching them The Bears have been. That's coming from a guy. (laughs) That's coming from a guy. Look, and if we're talking shitty teams,
1: I forget about a couple others. One of which is the Patriots, who lost thirty-four to nothing to the Saints. Kamara became the Saints' career touchdown leader. Carr had a, a couple tutties. It was a blowout. The Patriots' offense is continuing to turn the ball over. Mac Jones looks terrible. Zappy came in right
0: two weeks in a row.
1: Everyone's calling for Belichick's head. So, where where do you think that that leaves this franchise right now?
0: I'm uncomfortable uh, ever saying anything negative about Bill Belichick, the head coach. Uh, super uncomfortable with that. I think it's it borderlines on the closest thing we can we can come to uh, quote unquote sacrilege when it comes to talking about the NFL. Um, that said. The teams the last few years have been rough, dude. And only getting worse, steadily getting worse. Uh, And Mac Jones is a first-round draft pick, a QB that Bill picked himself, hand-picked. Never never been gift-wrapped a first-round QB before. Um, Fell to
1: him, though.
0: Sure, but look at Tom's a what? Fifth, sixth-round pick. Correct, Yeah. Bledsoe wasn't a first-round pick, I don't believe. I don't even know if, if Bill picked Bledsoe uh, off the top of my head. I wish we had a stat boy for that. But I'm just saying – and, you know, Bill has drafted other people. He's drafted people that have gone on to play really well. Garoppolo. Matt yep. Castle had nice contracts Garoppolo in the league and played the, well.
1: Garoppolo was actually the um, one that everyone talks about because he was that high second-round pick meant to be my, Brady's successor. The Vikings
0: head coach, Kevin O'Connell, is one of them. One of the QBs Bill drafted. Mm. Uh, mm. So, you yeah, know, I – but. I think things look really bad, dude. Really, really, really bad. And the coaches he's picking are bad. And the, the schemes he's running are bad. And and unfortunately, yeah. the talent he's bringing in is bad. Can
1: I just I say, know. it seems like this year, a lot of teams are playing really bad. And then a handful of teams are playing Sloppy super football. good. Other, like, there is like a huge middle of just really not good football that's hit or miss every week. And everyone's in the middle of that, like two to three wins. A handful also, of good teams and then a handful of teams that are utterly inept. But
0: I me feel and like Brad, I'll oh, go ahead. I just feel like
1: it's a little bit more clearly <laughs> delineated in other years, but it seems like the league at large is muddled right now. I've said at large a billion times,
0: but no, the parody was was definitely more prominent yeah, the in the past. Uh, like right now you look at the divisions and the way they're segmented. And it's like, I mean, just take ours as a, as a, as an example, yeah. Lions squarely in front, Packers kind of mid, and then two teams that are fuck awful based on records. Yep. The Bears and the Vikings. And Vikings I would say that the, the,
1: the Packers look pretty bad right now, too. All right, let's Learning push pains. This though.
0: Growing pains for the Packers.
1: The Page or the Steelers beat the Ravens 17 to 10 in a divisional rivalry. Honestly, this game was a pickens late touchdown to win it and the ravens receivers dropped was, so okay, many i was about to ask I'm like did you see this like Lamar. hands of stone that's just got to be the beautiful, narrative
0: beautiful balls that's Delicious just got to be the narrative tasty
1: everybody, balls everybody was zay flowers rashad Bateman, odell beckham's doing nothing for them um i he's think he's just Andrews, looking cool yeah, I guess. There, like, cool. That's literally what it is. That's Jersey says Lamar's been playing great this season, and that was what Agreed. lost them the game. Other than that, I don't really have too much more to say about it. I think the Ravens no, could have won spot that
0: game. On. You're spot fucking on. They could have been up by two, three scores. I Lamar can't do it all. I wish he could. And uh the Steelers that, got like,
1: lucky to get to three wins this week because they have not looked great.
0: And isn't this supposed to be the offense that they were like they like lured Lamar back with and promised it was gonna be better? like isn't this the receiving talent wise
1: yes yeah that was the whole thing i
0: know we like zay i like him i think he's fantastic but you gotta catch it,
1: dude there is this a clip of tj watt who broke his finger and popped it back in if i'm not mistaken holy shit he there is a there's a clip there's a clip of zay going up to catch it and brick handing it and then fucking tj watt just Punching him right in the face because TJ was expecting the ball to end up there if he would have caught it. But since Zay dropped it, he just flops his arms down and gets clocked right in the fucking face. Oh my God. Dude. And everyone's like, how did he not get a flag for that? I'm like, look, I get what he was doing, but he did basically just deck him.
0: Moving on, TJ is a bad man. TJ looks like really a fucking good. looks like a like a Batman villain out there. It looks like fucking Bane or something. Hight- he's just a big fucking freak of a man.
1: Is it High Tower or High Smith? It's Alex High Smith, I think. Is the opposite pass rusher across from him who's playing amazing, obviously benefiting off of a lot of attention going to Watt, but still he's getting a lot of success and helping open up uh, that defense for their you know rushing lanes. Eagles Absolutely. stay undefeated five and oh winning 23 to 14 against the rams this was a fairly good game um i didn't watch too much of it did you watch a lot of this game eagles game yeah yeah tell me about it
0: i mean uh tush push what's there what else is there to say
1: <laughs> is that's really all you have to say about any eagles game you know that i, I forgot to true. mention the bears you know did what, it like four times and i was so happy to see it
0: other people are doing it. We did a sneak several times. No, I watched the Eagles. It, it, it's kind of the same thing every week. You talk about the teams that are in the, the, the teams that are just performing well. They're, I, I feel like maybe they're an anomaly when it comes to what you're saying because I don't know if they are performing as well as they were last year. I'm not as impressed with Jalen Hurts or this offense as much last year. Their running backs are fucking popping off. Like Swift and Hightower are great. The offensive are, line's great. They're though but they're undefeated. That's exactly. But that's what I'm saying. I think that's the one team that's anomalous because I don't feel like they're clicking on all cylinders and yet they are winning and they they are probably going to go to the NFC championship or very deep in the playoffs. Um but yeah, it's the same as every game. Like it, the Eagles are boring football. Uh, if I was a fan, I'd love it. I'm not a fan, so it's yeah. Just uh Jalen Carter
1: are. has yet to have any off off the field issues since he's been in it's the great. league that I've seen and he's been playing incredibly by the way. He's like fantastic. He's, he's arguably the best uh rookie performer so far in this draft class. The it's Bengals defense the Bengals find their footing finally and beat the Cardinals thirty four to twenty. Jamar Chase had three touchdowns of DJ Moore's type of style. He was out there rolling up on him. Shh. Um, Burrow looked good in this game. I'm hopeful that this is what they've done the last few years and they finally hit their stride after a rough start. But they played pretty rough football the first couple games, so I'm still skeptical on if they've truly clicked yet.
0: Jamar Chase said he was always open and he was right. He was right. My word, dude. The numbers. Like, DJ Moore and And then Jamar Chase... Right, and then Jamar Chase goes and does this, and then we'll yep. get to Kittle. It's like, oh my there lord! There were there dude. were
1: some there were some performers, singular performers, who were lighting up scoreboards, performing
0: super well. Happy for to Fantasy. see Burrow. Happy who to have the... see Burrow just blow off some fucking steam. Just sling it.
1: Who was the running back that had a super good week? Was it was it Brees Hall? Do we? I oh, thought there was a sure. running back that had a really good week too.
0: Well, yeah, I've been in i in a mean, coma of depression. My yeah, team is letting, you know letting the weather down. changed,
1: and that can you know seasonal de- affect disorder and all that. You know, sure. The Jets sure get a win in the afternoon game against the Broncos. We're not sponsored by it. BetterHelp.
0: No, no, no. You know what? They we needed. Need? It.
1: We need a coffee sponsor on this fucking podcast. That would be sick. Could you imagine getting I'd some free that. coffee from who? Any, coffee any fucking the, blue the bottle, bones. Atlas Coffee, Blue Bottle Coffee, fire. fucking bones Folgers, cool. fucking I would Starbucks. love Folgers
0: sponsorship. I'm not even kidding. Fucking. Folgers, Folgers would sponsor us. I mean, right? Who is their Who is their demographic now? Who are they marketing to? We could be their youthful people who, who youthful like coffee fucking, but don't
1: have enough money to buy good coffee.
0: Right, and we're relatively harmless. And I Rantly won't say curse. that
1: on the advertisement. I'll say you have the best coffee. No. I'll say, the best can you believe how cheap this coffee in. is? It definitely right. doesn't taste bad and like acid. It doesn't like taste like they gave it a I'm actually a not kidding. I drink it every wash. week. No, drink it every good. week. What kind? You like the Just French Just the Ross? regular. Columbia? The classic. The Columbia blend? What do you, what kind of? Just kinda? the Folgers classic, baby. You a, you a Hawaii Kona type? You know, I like if you never hire Hawaii Kona I have to recommend Alright the Jets get a much needed win Against the Broncos This one was highly Hack publicized it. Highly talked about because of the Hackett And the Sean oh, Payton oh. drama um, Honestly I thought it was kind of a shitty game B- Brees Hall had a great game Bryce Hall had a scoop and score touchdown For them The Broncos continue to look terrible So I hate to like give the Jets too much credit here You know what I mean
0: it's a perfect storm. Uh, two shitty teams, a game that would have been a lot cooler if it was Rodgers versus Russ the way they wanted it to be, but um, still not very cool because the Broncos suck, dude, and Sean Payton, uh, bringing him in cost them a lot of capital. Let's just leave it at that. Yep. And I, yeah, that's just a rough place to be in for Denver, and I think they've just learned all the wrong lessons um, post-manning. Like you know what I mean? They did the the ultimate Peyton Manning band aid that a good handful of teams have mimicked, but yeah. Ever since they said no to Tebow, they're like, we will go and get us our veteran, right? And it may have it may have dug them a hole because they went and did it with Russ, and then they're like, okay, fuck. What's the what's the next best thing we could do? Uh, we go get the Super Bowl champion coach. And it's just like it's it's like they're stuck in this weird cycle of they need the the brand value. I mean, it makes sense, right? It's Walmart. Like they, but maybe they need to go with a Walmart brand. The fucking if you want to get the good value brand,
1: maybe they see this star-studded quarterback class and they're like, Sean Payton, don't be don't be a hundred percent Sean Payton this year. Maybe be seventy-five. Maybe oh, he'd be—he'd totally do that. He's—we already know that he was <laughs> totally okay with bounties, like so. Maybe I mean he's out he wasn't there. not okay with it. Look, I'm not saying he's out here throwing games to get Caleb Williams, okay?
0: But if you were throwing games, the thing you would do to throw everybody off your scent was talk a bunch of shit about the last head coach and then go be terrible. Because who would do that? So Let I guess be- I hear you. He is kind of a, a con he, man. He always kind of uh, has a
1: little smirk on his face, you know what I mean?
0: What's that smirk about? You know, he should have been our brethren, because I think he went to Eastern, right? He's an yeah, Illinois boy like he us. Did. But but he did have a DC pay his players to hurt the Vikings, mm-hmm. certifiably.
1: And that's a great and segue. And Kevin James played him in a movie. Talk to me of meme fame, Kevin James. Yeah. And talk to me yeah. about the twenty-seven to twenty loss to the Chiefs that your Vikings suffered. Um, Luke, you're you're at one and four. J- you're trash, just like me.
0: That's funny, Toy Story Four. Um, you're trash. Aiden, you're both trash. Aiden, Aiden caught the brunt of my anger, Dude. uh One play into the fucking game this weekend. It was arguably um, hilarious. It was. It was all circulated at, at, at Josh Oliver, but Aiden took it on the chin. Because the first said- play of the game... Guys, stop me if you've heard this before. Stop me if you've heard this before. Stop me if you've heard this before. <laughs> the Vikings, uh, first drive, first play of the game, opening series, whatever the fuck you want to call it, turnover. First play of the game, jo- uh, Cousins connects with Oliver. Excellent little game. We're all kind of nervous playing against the, super, the reigning Super Bowl champions, especially after, you know, starting out slow the way the Vikings have. That's a nice way of putting it. And it's like, I don't know, man. It's like, it's like being cursed or something. I don't understand how a team could be. I've never seen a team be this fundamentally, uh, consistently, fundamentally unsound. Like every week, it's a crucial turnover early in the game. Every single week, you dig a hole as soon as you start. It's like me when I play Madden; I immediately come out, whoop, throw a pick. I'm down seven nothing. That's the Vikings in real life. It's fucking brutal, dude. I don't. This is like, this is stuff that there's not the, the scheme doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if a team if if a play is successful or not. It doesn't matter if Kirk and JJ are doing what they're doing. If you can't do fundamental shit, like hold on to the football, you're not going to win in professional sports, right? Professional football. It's not going to happen. So it doesn't matter if our team, you know, held Mahomes okay and rushed him well. It doesn't matter if, um, if we're able to put up 20 on the Chiefs and maybe more. Not, all that goes for naught, and nobody remembers that. 11-0 in one-score games last year. We are 0-4 in one-score games this year. Uh, and the big difference is we didn't make those mistakes last year. In the one team It's fucked up. We don't have bad like penalties. really bad. I mean, it's the team we just ragged on. It's Bryce Young's Panthers. So we don't have penalties. We're not undisciplined in that respect. But that's nice. Uh, last year it was special teams. Our special teams were fucked. Uh, and we were muffing punts and... Having horrible things happen like that, giving up returns, I don't know whose fault it is. I have no idea what the energy must be like in the building. And now you have the turf monster at U.S. Bank that tweaks Kelsey in this game. Kelsey, who went for over 200 and And ate at lunch. As soon as they
1: saw Kelsey stumble half half a little bit, they're like, no!
0: yeah. Have you seen that clip of Drake uh, when he's, like, courtside at the Raptors when KD got hurt, and he's, like, KD's getting, like, helped off, and Drake's, like, stopping, like, trying to talk to him. He's, like, no! And he's, like, putting his hands over his head, and Drake's, like, fuck! Like, fucking no, like, I didn't just, know like, that. so worked up and sad. Oh, that's uh, that's basically how Tony Romo was. Um, it, it's okay. It's okay. I understand. Nobody wants anybody to get hurt. Certainly not the face of the league. Certainly not a golden boy. Um. Kelsey did get tweaked. Kelsey went and got checked on. He left the game for a while. It didn't look good. It didn't look good. Um, Mahomes' ankle got tweaked again. It feel, Yeah, Mr. Pfizer. It feels like Mahomes' ankle gets tweaked all the time, and then he bites his tongue a bunch and hobbles around, and then he's fine.
1: I'm tired um, of seeing him on one ankle just, like, flopping yeah, just his wrist around to yeah. call in the new play, like, with his, like, hips so jutted out. And I'm so like, good. dude, I, ugh.
0: They're also good. Uh, Didn't we have this whole song and
1: dance in the playoffs last year, Patrick?
0: They, you know, they're they're playing the hits this year. God love the Chiefs. Are you going to talk about Um, how they got
1: some beneficial calls, like that tight end catch on the sideline that that looked like the foot was coming up and they called it in, which is arguable. The pass interference against Addison that you needed to have at the end of the game on a fourth down while Kirk was taking it on the chin. Addison we did gets, get the flag, and they you got it up. the flag. Not only that, they picked it up after the after the fact, and after Ladarius sneed the corner on coverage who was called for pass interference, took off his helmet to argue with the refs, and they told him put your helmet back on instead of mm-hmm. flagging him immediately for taking his helmet off. Mm-hmm. Remember when DJ Moore caught a hail mary, was out of the end zone, and then took his helmet off to celebrate, and they flagged him.
0: What? And then they lost that game last year. Day. Watt did it against the Ravens the same day. Dude, they pick and choose. They pick and choose. uh, As the Vikings game, Watt did the... He had a walk-off sack, and he ripped off his helmet, and it was a 15-yard flag. Granted, Granted, it's a change of possession, and so it'd still be 15 yards on the first down for the other team. That would not have helped us, the helmet, but... It was them deciding to not make a call for some unknown reason on a penalty. That's a penalty. There's not an argument about it. It's a penalty. Picking up the flag on the PI is bullshit. It it just, I don't understand it. It was not the first flag they picked up. You didn't pick it up last week against the the Jets. Of course not. And here's the thing. I can't fucking, I don't have time. To blame referees and penalties when we fumble on the opening right. snap of the game, we're not going to get those opportunities back against the, the Super Bowl champions, and it's happening. And you know what? If I wanted to be part of that argument, and I wanted to see, if I wanted to be all in on it, I see your side and I get it. Well, I don't think that's what still... the
1: game
0: though. No, no. I? It's, I just... it's really disheartening. And and and, yeah. and one thing, one thing, because this is the most important. Is uh we talk about people going to IR. This is yeah. not news now. You surely know this. but after Kelsey gets tweaked, JJ gets tweaked. And when Kelsey got tweaked, it was non-contact. JJ's was basically non-contact too. He's running and it's just a hitch in his giddy up, Hamstring IR out for at least four weeks. That's fucked. Uh, starting in a one and four hole where we are already statistically not going to make the playoffs. We have to play without our best player. Another face of the NFL, a budding star, debatably the best receiver in the game. Who hasn't been um, paid yet. Nope. It's, it's a just big brutal. Deal. It's, and he may not. It's play, my favorite it's player, like it's bar paid. none. Like, favorite player, bar none. It, 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 and then it cooks up the fucking Kirk trade rumors again. It's like, why not blow up and have a fire sale, as you put it earlier today? Um, you can go ahead now. I just had to talk about that because I'm just so fucking bummed. And also, it's like, all right, Kelsey and JJ in the same game, if I'm in charge of the NFL, <laughs> how is that not the ultimate decree that yep. you must have grass? Just listen. Dude, and then if yeah. and then if, it's, if the injuries still happen, at least you can say we fucking switched to grass like everybody asked for. Like, I can't have this. I remember being horrified about it, like weeks ago, being like, one day it's going to be JJ, and that's the big fear. And, your and that on top of the mess of like... In the game. Yeah, it didn't look good. It you didn't look good. And seams. like the fear of like... I feel like I'm in a toxic relationship because of the way the media has been like trying to drive a wedge between JJ and the organization. I don't know why they're doing that. I so I feel like anytime anything bad bad happens or the ball doesn't go JJ's way or Kirk throws somewhere else and it doesn't go through and JJ's open, I'm like worried. I'm like, "Oh my god, does he hate us?" Like it's been a it's been a weird sickening anxiety fueled beginning to the season that I did not, in, did not expect. I thought we'd be on top of the division or at least fighting for it. I thought you'd be solely in last and instead, we are here together, brother. And I don't like the basement, not after last year. I've been in the basement enough of my life, and I really like the top of the mountain, how yeah. quickly we can fall. And when we fall, we tumble, and it hurts. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, I have to give my take on the situation, honestly, and this is not meant to pile on or attack any way. because, look, it's obviously okay. I'm comfy it, now. It, it affected me greatly when the Bears were so bad and getting all the bad press for the beginning of the season. And it's not like we're doing great. We had one win. But there are two players on your offense that I think are a lot of the problem and of two diff- like vastly different skill levels and um, salaries. The first is Madison, who... Can't he just can't be your number one running back when he's committing crucial Why? errors because he's fumbling all the time and he's dropping a wide open screen that would have been a touchdown. Yeah,
0: a the wide play. open screen wasn't like, good.
1: He's just not quite it... it. He's not a number one guy, and you need the running game to work for Kirk to open up these deep shots, and it's not through That's him. True. It's just and then That's the true. other one is I'll is Hawkinson. That. Hawkinson is playing soft and small, and he cannot drop passes like that. You can't drop three passes and fall down every play, especially when you're the highest paid tight end in into the NFL, especially when an injured Travis Kelsey is putting up ridiculous stats across from you. You've got to play tough. You cannot have the head of hair and facial hair you have and play that soft.
0: Hawkinson, man, is like – i I'm obviously a fan, and I, I love my boys. I love the Vikes' skull, but man, oh, man. He's like – he's still kind of like – He's still, he hasn't been here a full year, right? It's like right around now is a full year. He's still kind of like a new kid on the block and we're getting used to him. And like every now and then he does something fucking incredible. And then he gets a ball ripped out of his hands even though he's the biggest guy on the field. Or You know what I mean? Or he gets like a... He he fucking drops a fucking beautiful pass, a dime from Kirk, who's getting destroyed, by the way. I thought when you were going to pick out two players, I'm like, is it offensive linemen? Like, dude, what the fuck? I'm sitting here being like, do you know how comfortable I've been and how thrilled I've been and why I worship having Kirk in our building? Because the Vikings have searched and searched and searched for a franchise quarterback, somebody you could rely on and build around, and we've had very few. In our history, we've had very few. Since Culpepper, there hasn't been one. Uh... And then there's Kirk, and Kirk is probably a, not even probably Kirk is a better overall quarterback and has a better career than Dante Culpepper. Um, so, what happens now? Like, I'm sitting that, here being like, oh my God, now I have to look forward. I'm like, okay, fine. I look forward now. I didn't want to, and now I have to because yep. Super Bowl and all these wonderful things that you get excited about in the offseason are arguably and not even arguably, they're just mathematically gone.
1: And with, with if Kirk goes somewhere and he JJ gets traded, on IR, it's pretty much out of the question. You tell me what you think is going to happen and what you think should happen, and I'll give you my take.
0: If Kurt goes somewhere or is traded, or if we finish out the season and he leaves as a free agent and we decide to build around him. Because I think the only way we were going to you know, do the contract and keep him a career Viking is if we had a nice winning season. We did not do that. So, excuse me, I think now we live in a world where we have Jaron Hall, who we drafted, Right and then we have to go get a new guy if we want, or find a veteran. or KOC and probably you hope deserves you get the a opportunity. Top draft pick. If you get a top draft pick, I think KOC would relish the opportunity to develop someone. That's where you learn everything you need to know about a head coach, too. We're going to learn everything we need to know about LaFleur based on how Love performs the next two, three years. Uh, we're going to learn a lot about KOC when he gets to walk in to a person who's I mean, fuck, dude, Kirk's got to be about the same age. Koc is only like four years older than Kirk, I think. Um, so there's that, and Kirk's, you know, Kirk's a successful QB in the NFL. KOC was not. You know what I mean? I'm not saying you don't respect your coaches still, but if you have a kid come in and be molded by their senior not a peer, I think that there's – that's an interesting concept, but that's what scares me. We haven't had to do that in a while, and I'm afraid. I think that you, you miss more often than you hit, and – the worst case scenario. What do you think
1: is going to happen?
0: I can't see us trading Kirk, uh, this season. I can see us parting ways. Uh, I, I can, but I just don't understand you telling your locker room, you quit on the season by getting rid of your starting quarterback is not worth the value we could get by trading him instead of letting him walk. In my opinion.
1: Even if you continue to lose. So here's, here's the, difference. It's, a, it's a, it's a
0: declaration to your locker room. In my opinion, that you've committed to not to playing mediocre football the rest of the season, then, and you're We're right. next time. And what man who's going in to punch in the clock every day, like, uh, for their gig wants to hear that that is meaningless.
1: I'm going to tell you you're a hundred percent right. And as a fan, that would suck the bears were in a similar, but not the same situation. We got rid of Khalil Mack very quickly. We got rid of Roquan Smith, our next best player very quickly at the trade. I think like right before the trade deadline. So it wasn't a quarterback in this situation. And I know that that can be framed differently, but Ryan pulls to his credit cut ties with players that he was not quite ready to pay yet or who he thought was on the decline of their careers or who he didn't think fit in their future plans. And he recouped some value that he turned into some players that he's trying to develop, like Brisker and uh, Tyreek Stevenson. And those are both secondary players. So I'll say this. I think it would be bad practice at the end of this month in October when you're coming up on the trade deadline if you guys don't beat the Bears, who are also 1-4, and if you don't win the next game after that, I think it would be bad practice not to trade Kirk Cousins if there is a team that wants him and he's willing to waive his no-trade clause. I think that's likely because you're risking not getting a high draft pick and not getting anything back for Kirk Cousins, which to a, to a young head coach and a young GM is a very appetizing thought to think in one fell swoop, I can potentially secure good compensation to bolster my draft class and be in contention for a top five pick. That's how teams tank. They get rid of their talent, and they fucking put everything into the draft class. And I know it would suck as a fan, but I do think that if you keep losing, that would be the best thing to do for Who your franchise. Who could we get?
0: Who could we get? Like, we'd have to lose. We'd have to, we'd have to win what? Less than five games? Yeah, you would no, the,
1: If you get rid of Kirk, uh, you're not winning another game. You think so? Y- yeah. <laughs> like, maybe one or two more Probably games. Probably right,
0: our schedule's so far. You would maybe that, win three I'm games. Saying. Is that worth it? Yes. Is that worth it to the people in your locker room? Really? No,
1: no it's not worth it to the people in your locker like room. Like, JJ
0: and Hawkinson and our what young I'm stars saying, are going say- to
1: that shit. I'm saying, Luke, I, if you guys don't win another game this month, I could see them potentially if the narratives about jj are true potentially trading jj like i think you guys are in a pretty bad space right now with your future in doubt because you're you tr- you didn't do a hard rebuild yet i think you're on the cusp of a hard rebuild and so i nobody think nobody
0: in their right mind would trade
1: jj unless i'm no exactly way. unless he doesn't want to be there if people are right about why that. Why would and I don't mm, think that's necessarily true. I don't think true. they are. I think true. that's
0: smoke and mirrors.
1: I don't think that's necessarily true, but I can see you guys being sellers at the deadline at a minimum and at worst fire sale. I could see that.
0: That'd be crazy, man. When's the when's the deadline?
1: Uh Halloween.
0: Okay. Oh, it's coming up. All right, it's going to be an interesting two weeks on here. Let's, I don't yeah, let's I could understand these, getting if somebody wanted to give me look Somebody sent me a first for Kirk. I understand that. But other than that, fuck
1: off. You maybe get a second unless it's a team that deals with an injury. In the what next do I need a weeks. second for? Fuck it. I guess You have a different mindset than some people about football. You were thinking what? more so about this current locker room. And I'm telling you, I the think... The NFL,
0: or not the NFL. I think the Vikings think this way typically too. We're a pretty loyal
1: organization. Right. I get it. We don't have to dwell on it too know. much more. It's a it's a shitty situation to be in. Look, my team sucks yeah. really bad, but I have a young quarterback who's playing well, and I have two top two picks right now projected. So it's like a different situation. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. yeah. The 49ers— you, in a, you you weren't you weren't
0: hosting a playoff game last season either. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like we were, my team we were was. The so like worst this, team. this this this. It's a high it's like the high and low, the drop is different for your drop. You are already you were already sucking on the bottom.
1: Hey, however you want to frame bottom it to make your yourself ass. feel better. This is the the team you are I don't feel are. better. What
0: what could make me feel better?
1: The team that you are right now is what I thought you were last year. That sucks. I I mean, you're right. I really didn't way. think your team was very good last year. I thought you got lucky, lucky, lucky. And I think in the grand scheme of things, that might have delayed you guys rebuilding.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm sorry
0: to say it. The Bears are really bad. You don't bad. have to be sorry. Let's talk. It's a hard bo- I'm in a rock in a hard spot. It's Let's my talk team. about how Brock gonna, Purdy yeah.
1: is keeping the 49ers as potentially the best team in the NFL and undefeated. 5-0. They beat the Cowboys 42-10. to Purdy with four touchdowns, three of which were to Kittle who sported a fuck Dallas t-shirt under his, uh, Jersey. Yeah. I love Kittle. He's everything that Kelsey wants to be not good for the other team's starting quarterback, Dak Prescott. People are calling for his head. This Cowboys
0: team every week. You saw what they did week
1: one and you were like, yeah. And now they're really showing their true colors against good competition.
0: Can I say something too? Like obvious, I don't, I don't mean this physically because Micah Parsons is the scariest person in the NFL, debatably. But mentally, publicly, and like stuff like that, I think he might be a little soft, dude. Like the fact that he did—you hear it? Like he got like triggered over the 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 kiddo wearing the shirt thing. Like on his podcast, it, he was all like worked up over it and stuff, and it's like you got blown out, dude. And then Debo was like, I mean, we won, we won forty two ten. I don't know if they want to see us again. Like it was like it's been a nice little, it's been like a nice little dramatic thing. I mean, like tale of two cities, man. San Francisco is scary, scary good. Uh, Brock Purdy hasn't lost a game. I'm gonna keep saying it every week until it's not a fact. A regular season game, Brock Purdy has not lost one. Um, How long have I been saying it? it? Feels like forever. The guy's a fucking freak. The guy's a machine. Sure. Yeah. The guy's elevating the play I don't think of the they're Niners. Lose He's this finding Kittle for three touchdowns. No, dude, it's great. We can keep cruising. Though. We can gush one over the Niners, game. and we will continue to until the Super Bowl, probably. So Monday
1: night primetime, Raiders get a victory from the grips of defeat against the Packers, 17-3. to um, They tried to cover Devontae Adams with Preston Smith the defensive end at one point. Not good. Uh, Garoppolo... 200 yards, he looked okay. Watson had a really deep sure. catch that was, you know, touchdown was prevented by a horse collar, which as a defensive back, arguably a good play. You know what I mean? Like, you know, they're going <laughs> to score. Just go ahead and commit, <laughs> yeah, to I mean, but it's idea. a player safety thing. So I'm very happy. Nobody was hurt, yeah. but the Packers are obviously crying about that. Here's the thing. Jordan love doesn't look good at all. There were two really ugly interceptions in this game one that jordan threw straight to spillane who had a hell of a game for the defense on the raiders max crosby was everywhere he someone on twitter posted a cut up of his pass rushers and said this is how waluigi would pass rush and you have Dude, to see that, it's
0: I, so funny that is hysterical i couldn't help but think and I, and I think it every week but it really like i guess finally clicked with me just like how truly perfect this dude is uh in terms of like raiders culture and lore like this is exactly the kind of star the raiders like on their team just a fucking bad boy and and he knows he's the bad guy he he's, relishes him being he the is bad uniquely guy
1: uniquely all effort with unique intangibles when you combine both of those you're gonna be like he is because he's uniquely long like
0: yeah like he's an absolute menace dude it's fucking scary and it's like I say it every week. I need the Raiders to suck because I'm going to go see them in December, and I need them to suck so the Vikings have a shot. Um, you know, it's funny.
1: That, it was actually I, Aiden Hutchinson me. that they said rushes like Waluigi. Now that I think about it, but I the guess they Yeah, aromas. I guess they. I guess they both kind of have some of those features. Um, when I was in the like the heat of the draft lead up this past draft cycle and I knew the Bears were going to trade that number one pick, I was looking at a lot of top 10 teams, and one of them that I kept coming to was the Raiders. And so a lot of those mock trades in my head I kept cooking up featured Max Crosby as the the, the DJ Moore like, addition, you know what I mean, if that were to be the trade. And this is one of my favorite draft analyst moves I ever made. Go ask T. Herring who predicted Max Crosby was going to be a steal out of Eastern Michigan. Out of nowhere. He's fantastic. Like a, I think it was like a fourth or fifth round pick. I'm like, dude, this guy at Eastern Michigan is going to be murdering. And, dude, he was great. And then he got sober, which is a really great story that he totally leans into to show that, Truly. that strength uh, for people who are struggling with it. Now he's like all world. So – Raiders get the win, it's the Packers villain. don't look great, Packers fans are in shambles, and they're calling for their head coach's head. I don't know if you've heard of that. People are, like, mad at fucking LaFleur, and I'm like, dude, it might just be Jordan Love. I've never been high on the man. But
0: let, I, the they need at least picks. one more year. They, uh, Lam- I mean, calm down. Like, give them one more year at least, uh, and then I'll tell you. Hey. The Packers fans
1: love to talk shit about Bears fans, but they are just as reactionary, in my opinion. They just have had sure, a lot of success. Sure. Were you gonna talk about I'm the Aaron the picks. COVID oh. vaccine thing again, or no? Please, if you want to. He keeps fucking I mean, bringing it up on Pat bullshit. McAfee. He he made comment about ESPN's dude. Pat he McAfee. made a comment about like how he wanted to have a debate with Travis Kelsey, and he was gonna bring on RFK Jr. the Kennedy who is a conspiracy theorist, who the, his family denounced today in a letter because the guy announced he was running for president and it, the, the Kennedy family denounced the guy today, just so you're aware. And then he said Travis Kelsey can bring on Fauci, who's a real pharmacrat. And the thing is, if, if you're joking and, the, and you're, you're not an anti-vaxxer who had all the bad press about his immunized comment and all of those implications, and you're just truly joking, and you just cherry-pick a couple of relevant names on the conspiracy side, on the liberal side. It's funny, objectively. And now they're trying sure, to lean sure. into that and be like, oh, it's all a joke. It's like, but no, but we know the context. We know the context with yeah. Aaron Rodgers. And then for the Pat McAfee show to fucking take TikTok clips and make facebook shorts about just those covid sections where aaron Rodgers is saying this shit on subsequent weeks shows that they're trying to get the attention from it and then on today's episode he's on there trying to walk it back and be like oh i'm just laughing about it because i don't know what to how to react to it it's all just fun and games we'll keep it to sports like dude you know what the fuck you're doing and a lot of people are really not liking his shtick anymore and If you want to say anything about Aaron, I've been consistent, brother.
0: I know it, and God love you. I've been thinking about it a lot. I've been in a personal crisis about it because I'm like, how was I so easily won over uh, despite being so annoyed by Rodgers the last couple of years and stuff? And I think what I came to, the conclusion I got to, was that everything about this offseason and Rodgers since Jets – you know what I mean? Since the Jets was a firm decision, since he emerged from the darkness retreat, like everything post-darkness retreat, right? Uh, through hard knocks and then up until the injury, um, the unfortunate injury, it was all about football and it was awesome. Like, I was like, oh shit, this is an awesome NFL storyline. I am juiced for it. There, I, I know I'm a consumer being spoon-fed a story and I'm eating it. I like it. Uh, and it wasn't about anything else but that. point i guess about people cool stands about the vaccine i don't know man like it's 2023 do you um but i just don't think i still think it's kind of morbid to be humorous about it when people did die He's Like very a lot smug about of people it as well did. so uh, whatever like I, that's all i'll give to it i regret I regret being so easily won over. I'll continue to be guilty about that. Um, we can rock on. Somebody said some. a
1: comment about him that I saw that I thought was pretty intelligently like well put. And it was that Aaron Rodgers likely mistakes being contrarian with being intelligent. And he's generally just contrarian for being contrarian's sake. And he's not necessarily as smart as he thinks he is. I think he's had a lot of success, went to a great school, and he's very, very smug and entitled in his opinions. And I don't think he truly thinks about the implications of them because he has kind of a complex about himself. Because, I don't know the guy. Like you said.
0: Yeah. You know, I don't know the guy. Orbit. That's, all I, that's all I can say, but, like, he's obviously very successful and uh, has a lot of money. Not and... with the Jets, he's not. Uh, rich, successful people In at least this country And historically um, Think very highly of their opinion So um, Not more so than, with uh, the
1: Jets His ACL or his Achilles Just popped like a fucking right Well, piece. that was unfortunate right. That was unfortunate I guess Alright, so the Thursday night game this week Denver visiting Kansas City I have Kansas City in this one And I actually think this is a really crappy Primetime matchup
0: it is on my thirty first birthday. um tomorrow's my birthday, and I was excited I get excited to see if there's a game on my birthday. And I saw this one and I was like, well, that sucks um so I'm not even going. I'm going somewhere else. I'm going to fucking they're doing this screening of Sing Street. Do you ever watch that? Mm-mm. It's fantastic. you'd love it, but they're doing this it's one of my favorite movies one of me and Taylor's. I'm going with that tomorrow great great screening gonna go to a bar afterwards eat wings. Maybe catch the end of Exciting. the Chiefs game. Um, but this is just going to be a bad game. And Casey's going to win.
1: Well, I will wish you a happy birthday. And I will keep my eye on the game for you. Thank you, Daddy. And you'll get your nice little present. And there won't be any hiccups. And it'll be a totally smooth situation. Because we're. Best Aiden friends. bought
0: me Batman the Animated Series, complete series on Blu ray for my birthday. Because he's a good man. And I, All I right.
1: said up to up to a limit of a PS5 game. I gave that option.
0: Yeah, I'm cool. But the Batman bucks.
1: series is an incredible uh, is an incredible value for such. I a was this close. I was and this close ever... to having
0: you buy me 2K, and I was like, Do I want that to be my birthday present? Aiden buying me 2K24. I was like, Nah.
1: Hey. I finally have a big boy job. I can finally do things I wish I could have done before. So let's oh, get to these sweet. picks. Did you get? Did you pick Kansas City or what? Kansas City.
0: I'll be intrigued to see what Kelsey does after a short week and being tweaked and stuff like that. Um, but I don't think, I don't think, I don't think these Broncos are the one that are gonna stick one to the Chiefs. So we can, we can cruise.
1: Next. I have in the morning game, which this looks to be an overseas matchup, Baltimore at Tennessee. I'm gonna take Baltimore in this one. I'm expecting the wide receivers not to drop a billion passes. The problem has not been Lamar Jackson this season. He's been playing lights out, and I keep trying to pick Tennessee, and they keep underwhelming. So for that reason alone, I'm taking
0: Baltimore. Same. I I have trouble picking against uh, Lamar. If I see another week of people dropping bombs, though, uh, when Lamar's throwing them spot on, then I'm gonna stop picking him. But um, through five through five weeks or six weeks, I think I'm, I think I picked him every week.
1: I get that. Next we have Washington Commanders at Atlanta Falcons. After the effort I saw from what I thought was an incredible defensive front for the Commanders against the Bears, and after seeing Atlanta where Ritter didn't have a bad game necessarily. Bijan made plays. I'm going to pick Atlanta at home in this one, but I could see it going both ways. I
0: know, dude. Atlanta at home is really appetizing. They've been really good at home. Um, I've got the Commanders in a bounce back game.
1: Howell, I forgot to mention, was pinballing off of our defensive players. He he broke, like, a billion tackles against us, and then we finally started sacking him in the second half. It was crazy. Like, we had a couple plays where he broke, like, three tackles from defensive linemen. All right, next we have the real one, the Luke and Aiden Bull, the Minnesota Vikings visiting the Chicago Bears without Justin Jefferson, RIP, um... I've got the Bears in this one, and I still think that Kirk in your offense with a good Jordan Addison can move the ball up and down the field on our shitty defense that has a terrible scheme. But our offense has been clicking, and if Justin can beat the Blitz and feed his his good talent around him, I could see us beating you in this one, and I think your team is reeling right now. It's not
0: impossible. It's not impossible for the Bears, especially coming off of a nice victory and ass-kicking they delivered um, against a team that you're right. We've been sputtering every week. It's not impossible. And we're at Soldier Field. Mm -hmm. Right? So that sucks. Um, I don't like it. If you get a good pass rush going, you could do a lot. And we're off of a long week, so we have time to prepare. Look, man. If it's turnovers, and it's K.J. Osborne and, and Hawkinson and Addison letting balls hit their hands and not, not bringing and all of our defensive fucks.
1: backs are back. We so got Kyler Gordon back off fact. IR, Jalen Johnson and Eddie Jackson are back from injuries. So. And
0: here's something I can assure you. He, if Justin hangs out, he will find open receivers every play. It, it's, yeah, literally sure. of, it, it's literally a matter of – it's literally a matter of – if we can sack Justin or not, if we can sack in pressure oh. fields, that yeah, yeah sorry. that's, that's I, I read what that I wrong. said. I thought you were talking no, about but Kirk. Like, I th- no, but like don't Yeah, I thought
1: you accidentally said Justin Jefferson.
0: No, Justin Fields. You're talking about Fields. So yeah. if we can, I mean, if he hangs out and looks around for any any time at all, he will find an open receiver ten yards, if not deeper in the field. That's the way we play defense now, and there's that. That's just until I'm proven wrong. So our blitz is effective, and we're good at it. It, but we're going to have to pressure him or, or sack him in order to make him like fuck up because otherwise it's going to be open. And then we have not faced a quarterback that has wheels like him. It could, you have potential he to really put up hasn't points. used his wheels. You yet have, this year you have potential he, to put yeah. up points. I disagree with what you said about Madison. I think he has had some key moments uh, with a lot of eyeballs on him that look bad. I think he's played very consistently. Um, and I think Cam Akers is an excellent one, two punch. He's far He's far more explosive at times, it seems like, than Madison, but I, I think he's fine. I, I I would give him more than a few games. Grace, I think we have an opportunity to run all over your fucking defense. Um I don't I don't know. I don't know if Kirk's gonna be able to stay upright, because he never is.
1: Our our password sucks. I hopefully so that continues. Take, I have the so Vikings. That.
0: I have the Vikings. I'm gonna have a good day. I'm going to go watch this at a sports bar in Anaheim and then I'm going to Disneyland for like a, like a cool, like Halloween party thing.
1: I'm very excited. The stakes are high for both of our teams. We both need to win this game. Seattle at Cincinnati. I think this is a good matchup. I think I'm going to go ahead and side with, and you know, believe that Cincinnati is clicking and that wasn't fluky in that this is following a trend they've had the last few seasons where they click after a slow start. And at home, I'm going to pick the Bengals to win.
0: I can't pick against the Bengals after the Jamar Chase performance and the Burrow performance Um, as much as I'd like to just to give us some Uh, separate picks i think you're absolutely right it would be
1: we already have two last week we only had one and you got it you picked the colts to beat the titans so now i'm up three in aggregate but you got the one on me and we actually picked pretty bad last week yeah eight for me and nine for you yeah usually we're, we're either in double digits or close to it all right so we both have Cincinnati San Francisco at Cleveland. San I'm taking Francisco. San Francisco <laughs> who I think's a juggernaut. Have you heard all this speculation about Deshaun Watson and how he hurt his like shoulder and then he was medically cleared and was saying like, yeah, I'm not ready. I'm not going to practice and stuff. And he sat out of the, like he, he might sit out of the game. Potentially. I heard he, I heard he might
0: not play. And if he doesn't play, it's not DTR. It's going to be, um, the other one, the other QB. It's, uh, oh
1: yeah uh pj walker formerly yeah, on the it's bears pj walker starting for, instead yeah tyson bajant yeah it's it's a weird situation uh i don't feel like he's got a long like a lot of room wiggle room to like he's rich things, what like, does, does it matter something. what do you mean
0: like it's guaranteed money There's he got 240 million dollars guaranteed
1: them. was it guaranteed yes. against like if the player does something it was
0: guaranteed money
1: that's crazy. Yeah, he could I leave if he wanted to. Unless I'm wrong,
0: I'll correct myself next week if I'm wrong. But I, he could fucking if do nothing. If he wanted
1: to get in the fan base's grace, I wouldn't be sitting out I if I'm medically cleared. Don't it's think he gives situation. a fuck. It's a weird situation. It's a weird situation. Who do you you have? San Francisco. Oh yes. So next we have Carolina at Miami, and I feel bad for you, Bryce Young. You're gonna get pummeled again, buddy. Miami's probably gonna blow him out.
0: Miami's gonna fuck him up. Miami's I gonna be Miami. Miami's gonna be running like fucking trick plays with like the Talboy at QB and shit. Like it's gonna be gross. You got Miami in that? Yes I do.
1: Next is Detroit at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is coming off a bye week, but I I'm seeing this Detroit team as very talented right now. I've got Detroit, but I could see it going both ways. Baker might get it's picked, at Tampa. Baker
0: might get picked twice by Hutchinson. The way, the dude. Hutchinson playing. is so, crazy. so Get a uh, one-handed yeah, pick without a glove. Yeah, I have the lions.
1: Wow, Luigi! All right, Indianapolis without Anthony Richardson at Jacksonville, who are coming off of a oh, good win overseas. Oh, 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 I'm going to take Jacksonville. Easy at money.
0: Home. Jacksonville for me as well. Luke the London Jaguars. You would hate
1: that pick. They should. They should there should be a London team. That would be such a monstrous traveling schedule. I, that would actually be terrible. It would. New Orleans at Houston. Houston is a feisty team, and I could see them having a nice little CG Stroud game at home. But New Orleans just blew out a team thirty four to nothing. I've got New
0: Orleans in this one. Texans. <laughs> Go Stroud. I'm I'm not. I'm not impressed by the. I mean, yes, that was a big win. It was a big win against a dogshit Patriots team that was already down in the dumps after getting blown the fuck out by the Cowboys. Um, uh, Stroud's got all the confidence in the world. It's a home game. Why should he fear the Saints? Like I, I got the Texans.
1: I think their defense has some talent still.
0: That's why. I'm ready. I'm excited.
1: I got you. Take your shots. New England at Las Vegas. (laughs) i can't pick new england in good conscience. uh no las vegas just had an okay win it's at home i'm gonna take las vegas but i think that's an uggo game
0: i have vegas as well i think max crosby is gonna eat mac jones for absolute lunch like i bet you max crosby (laughs) is just thinking up ways right now to make mac jones cry he's like what can i do to make this dude cry like he he's probably on a mission to end careers this weekend not not with injury but i just mean in terms of like psychological harm <laughs>
1: max crosby <laughs> is in a room right now with a piece of cheese pizza and he's shocking himself oh <laughs> like, like goodman <laughs> oh he's my on a god diet. i'm
0: excited that could be a bloodbath um yeah raiders
1: arizona cardinals at la rams i've got the rams in this one at home
0: me too uh, the Rams. You
1: are are... Oh, I wish.
0: Puka Nakua is awesome. What a great story. He's balling the fuck out.
1: Philadelphia Eagles at New York Jets. I'm gonna take the <laughs> Eagles again to stay undefeated.
0: Yeah, man, the Eagles are gonna win, but. Uh... Very intrigued to see that nasty defense against the Eagles. Because, again, I don't think the Eagles' offense is that impressive. The running back's been popping off. But, like, against the Vikings, like my sweet, sweet Vikings, and, like, a handful of teams that maybe don't have the capacity to to fuck up a running back the way the Jets' defense does.
1: Yeah. I hope it's an interesting game. Um, It looks like it's got a 20-minute stagger off of the other two afternoon games. There's only three afternoon games this week. Kind of odd. So that one will be on a little bit later. So it's like you know, it, it always kind of makes those later afternoon games a pseudo primetime almost. Yeah, if the Vikings a little were, bit. yeah, the Vikings. Yeah, there were two games like this past America's week. America's game were of on the week later. or whatever. Yep. So the night game we have the New York. Gi- Goddamn! This is the primetime game. New York Giants it, at it Buffalo is not. Bills.
0: It's the Giants yeah. again. You are fucking kidding yeah. me no unless they
1: somehow flex but it's the giants what the bills the
0: fuck that sucks i got oh the bills god. i got the Bills. yeah me too that sucks that, oh my god at least the, I mean,
1: the monday night Tyron game Rock has Taylor the potential has the potential to be a good game even though what dallas has been playing poorly it's dallas at brad's la chargers la chargers coming off of a bye week Brad, I'm picking the Chargers in this one. I
0: am too, actually, because I am just like so grossed out by um, how hard the the Niners stuck it to them. And that's the NFC's team. Like, they're not ready for some of that AFC football. You know what I mean? That they're not ready.
1: Herbert is going to be throwing it all over the place with the hook on his be... hand. I, he... All right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he should be them. Captain Hook for Halloween.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd love that. Take us home, let's man. get out of here. We I want to watch you play Brad a, in the Super Bowl.
1: I know, and I'm going to have to make some kind of a snack situation. So, All yeah, right, we're here. the second Super Bowl in the second season of our Connected League franchise. The now Columbus Bengals are set to play the Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> and They're both let's undefeated. just say expect some fireworks, expect some explosives. Our guys have a fire in their gut, and this has been another beautiful and ugly week of football. For NFLMAO, I'm Aiden.
0: I'm Luke. I uh, can't wait to watch a, a fucking 1,000 intentional grounding calls again. Have you noticed like every week? It's like how many times are you going to call
1: it? Yep. The fuck? I have to make a conscious effort not to say anything even remotely mean or aggressive to Luke if the Bears are up at any point
0: or else he will just... I never said this to the audience. NFL